Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast with Mark Joseph Bennett. Coming to you from the uh, dented XC60 recording studio right here in Toronto, Canada. And I tell you guys, oh my God, the things that have happened since I last recorded a podcast. Let's see. It's legal to smoke the dubs in Canada. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know if it's legal to to buy it in stores or as my brother's worried about to get it in the drinking water in in the convenience stores. This is my brother's always freaking out. There's gonna be your goddamn kids are gonna be able to go into the supermarket, pick up a bottle of water, and walk around the highest kites. You're gonna walk into traffic. He's uh I think he's taking it a little far. I don't think that's gonna happen. But you know. Maybe this day and age, guys, with the social media screaming, you got the lefts screaming at the rights, and then the people in the middle screaming, what's wrong with everybody on the left and the right? Everyone's screaming. Maybe we all need a little THC in our drinking water. You know what? They put fluoride in the drinking water years ago, and that was apparently one of the greatest benefits to humankind that there is. Because because our teeth stay in our heads now. Now, there are the people who say the fluoride in your water, that's the government trying to control your brain. They're trying to dumb you down. And if you're looking at history, we, we do seem like we're getting pretty dumb. So maybe the fluoride was a bad thing, but I don't think so. I've read a bit about it. And by read, I mean I've watched some TV. And the TV told me that the amounts of fluoride in the drinking water is so small it cannot possibly affect your brain functioning however it is enough to prevent a great deal of tooth decay and it is one of the marvels uh, of of modern technology throw a little fluoride into drinking water and uh we don't look like uh, british chimney sweeps from the 1600s you know what i mean did they have chimneys in the 1600s i'm assuming they did so maybe We'll put a little THC in the drinking water and maybe everyone will calm down. People will stop screaming at each other. People will, you know, everyone will start getting along. Donald Trump will start hanging out with Justin Trudeau going, hey, man, you had it right with this pop thing. I still I still think that we, we have to monitor the kids, man. You, you don't want to be doing it till your brain is fully formed. I talked about this last podcast, so I won't go into it again. But, you know, I'm just saying, as an adult, go ahead. Although it stinks. And it's not a bad smell. It's kind of like a nice skunk. Like if skunk didn't smell so bad, it would smell like pot. And I assume if you're, if you're a pot smoker, you enjoy the smell. You know, like, for instance, I like when someone lights up a pipe. You know? I know it's probably giving me lung cancer. But it's, it smells good. They put, like, some kind of sweetness into tobacco. Smells good. I don't find that the marijuana smells that good. And uh, seeing how one of my neighbors smokes it 24-7, it's, uh, it's a little annoying. It's a little annoying. That's the problem with it, I find, is that uh, booze, you know, someone's drinking booze in the apartment next to you. You know, you don't, you don't know until they, you know, start kicking down your door in a drunken rage. Other than that, like, until they get to that level, right? 
Or, or they go out on their balcony and they start screaming about their long lost love. Then, then you know, the alcohol is a bit of a problem then. But someone just drinking a bottle of beer, I can't smell that, hopefully, from my apartment. But I can smell the, 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 the ganja. And uh, got the pregnant wife. And I got, I got a little fella. And, uh, you know, it's a bit... The marijuana smoke, I guess, is not that bad, right? Because there's nothing... There's no, there's no studies about the secondhand smoke of marijuana doing anything bad to you, I assume. But it's the cigarette smoke, I guess that's worse. So I suppose it's better that my next-door neighbor is enjoying the weed freedom that she has to smoke her dubs all day long because at least it stops her from smoking as many cigarettes. She still manages to smoke plenty, though. I don't know. Like she, She's like literally double-fisting cigarettes and, and, and weed. And, and who knows what else? Maybe the beer. I can't smell it, so I don't know. I can't accuse her of it. Anyway, speaking of the little fella that, that uh, we have, he has a brother coming. That's right. Since I've recorded my last podcast, we have found out the sex of the child. And uh, it was not an anatomy scan. We weren't supposed to know, but my wife looked over at the ultrasound and uh, just a regularly scheduled ultrasound. And he was a spread eagle with his dong hanging out, you know, just lounging. And Sarah said, is that uh, what it looks like? And the technician was like, yep, he's not shy. He's like, that's my boy. Show off your wiener, buddy. That'll always serve you well in life. If you're comfortable showing off your wiener, you'll be like an Australian tourist. Those are confident people. Yeah, little boy. And, you know, I I hesitate to say it's a relief because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen in life. You think to yourself, we have a little boy, so having another little boy gives him a playmate. You know, they, they'll probably like the same things. We have boy toys. We have boy clothes. We know how boys go. When they take poos, it doesn't go into their vaginas because that's a thing that both myself and my wife were very worried about. We're not sure if we're going to be able to do that well. You know, we have friends who have little girls, and uh, they talk about that, and it seems like a daunting uh, thing that they have to do with the, with the wipes and the, and the little baby vaginas. I wasn't I wasn't looking forward to that or or any of the aspects of raising a girl. And uh, if you're a girl, no offense, it's just it's you guys. You guys have a harder road. You guys know that you're doing the me too thing now. You're 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 publicly telling people how difficult it is to be a woman. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of us sensible people. We always knew. You know, and I so so the idea of, you know, having a little girl first, you got all that little girl things, you know. Like that, the poo in the vagina thing that I uh, don't think I can handle. And then you got, they get a little bit older and then they got to deal with little girls in, in their in their school. And I tell you what, I mean, boys have to deal with bullies, no doubt. But it's, a, it's often a physical thing, you know. Boys are like, hey, I'm going to punch you in the face. And then it's, it's usually done. You know, yes, the things can be much worse for other kids. But what I'm saying is on the whole... Guys kind of, they sort of wear their emotions on their sleeve. 
You know, they're like, I hate you. And the guy's like, I hate you. Let's have a fight about it. And then a little fisticuff battle, you know? And usually, usually, it's pretty fair. You know what I mean? Like, when I was growing up, people would form a circle around two kids. And no cheap shots. You know what I mean? No two-on-one, no three-on-one, no, no shit like that. So I don't know if that's going on these days, but maybe it is. But when I was growing up, you know, not so bad. Not so, some, sometimes you'd get somebody picking on somebody they shouldn't be picking on. Kid who's way older or way bigger or something like that. And you don't like that. But uh, I didn't see it too often. Now, what I did see plenty of times is uh, the way girls would act to other girls. It's just cruelty, man. Just fucking, just, just vindictive, just, just, just psychological warfare. You know, they're, they're good at that. You know, they do it to the guys too, but the guys, we, we just don't notice. We're too dumb. We're like, hey, boobs. We don't notice that they're trying to tear you apart psychologically because we're not that deep, you know? So I wasn't looking forward to that either, having to teach her how to deal with Amberly. You know, who doesn't like her because of the braid she put in her hair yesterday? You know, and then because of that braid, you know, maybe maybe Hunter, he looked at her and kind of smiled. And then Amberly's like, you know what? I'm going to fucking take you down, whore. And she started, like, writing, like, death threats on her locker. Like, from Hunter. Confusing the shit out of Amberly. No, wait. wait who's Amberly in my story? Hey, she's the bad girl. Yeah, I haven't named my daughter yet. Let's call her uh, Jacintha. You know, I got little Jacintha. Jacintha. I should have picked an easier to pronounce name. She goes, she's coming home crying. I don't know how to deal with that. And my wife grew up in West Africa. You know, it's not the same. She didn't deal with, with the Western world and, and the way that the girls are here. That if you don't have the right lunch tin, then you're an outcast for the rest of your life. She didn't deal with that shit. So we were both like, I, I don't know if we can raise a girl, right? And it, don't even get me started on when they're remotely close to puberty and they start wearing cut-off jean shorts, showing the, the, the bottom half of their assholes. You know what the kids are doing these days with those the shorts that show the actual asshole, not, not just the cheeks. Yeah, I just, uh, like, what do you do then, right? Like, you're not leaving this house with that on. Then I got to be that guy. And if, and you do. You do have to be that guy. And at the same time, you want them to live their lives. You want them to be to, to have some independence. But you know, you know what humans are like. Males. Oh, guys are the worst. And not because I'm not one of those people who's like, because I know what I was like. I was a fucking. No, I was I was an OK guy. I was an OK guy. I'm still an OK guy. I didn't do anything shitty. But I, I, I witnessed a lot of shitty things, heard a lot of shitty things being said. And I don't I don't I didn't like it. And I don't uh I wasn't looking forward to that either. Now, so you're saying, Mark, then you must be you must be flying high. And with the get the boy coming, whew, no more pressure. Because we're done having kids. We are done. We one is already too much. Now we got a second one? Oh Christ almighty. To have three? Come on. What, are you fucking kidding me? Huh? Do we have a farm? Do we, do we have some kind of field to plow? Why would we have three kids? We're going to replace ourselves, and then we're going to die quietly. Okay? That's what we're going to do. So you think, well, then you must be very happy with the boy. But 
you can't count your chickens. You know what I mean? Maybe he comes out and Sam hates him. You know, he hates little Eust, <laughs> which is which is his name, Eust. My uh, my son Sam, when we were asking him, we, we were throwing out a few names. Hey, man, do you like this one versus this one, this one versus this one? And he just kept saying, Eust, Eust. And so, and he can speak. Like It's not like that. He, he just says garble. Like he, you know, he was saying, I think the baby should be named Eust. Like, he was very clear about it. And um, we looked it up. It's a fucking name. I don't know where he's heard it, but it means just, something like that. Anyway, it's Norwegian or something. It's spelled with a J. J-O-O-S-T. Eust. Uh, we're thinking about it. I got to tell you. Sounds pretty good. Little Eust Bennett. We really might do it as a middle name. It sounds pretty cool, I think. I think Sam got a winner. And then maybe that'll help Sam like the child, you know? When he comes out and is like, hey, it's Eust. You named him, remember? Sam will be like, yeah, this kid's all right with me. But that's the thing, right? You don't know how it's going to go. Maybe he's going to hate his little brother. You know, maybe his little brother's going to hate him. Maybe they'll never get along. They'll be polar opposites. They'll fight all the time. And you'll think to yourself, oh, if only, if only we'd had one of those girls that had their assholes hanging out of the jean shorts, everything would have been fine. But, I don't know. I guess that's our job, right? We're the parent. Psst, plural. We're the parents. And uh, if they don't get along, we've got to try to make them get along. Friend of ours had a suggestion. She has two kids, and uh, they are at the same age difference that Sam and Eust will be. And she said what she did with her kid, uh, what was his name, Luke, is that when the new baby was born, the baby gave Luke a present. And his favorite um, thing was the Beatles. He loved the Beatles, this kid. He was Apparently a very advanced three-year-old who <laughs> loved the Beatles. So his little sister, when she was born, gave Luke a Beatles record for a present, and he lost his mind. Thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Loved his little sister immediately. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to bribe him. We're trying to find what he likes the most in the world. And uh, re- trucks is probably it, but he has so many trucks. What we're thinking about doing is getting him uh, a full-sized guitar. Well, a, a guitar for, for kids, you know, so it it will still be very big for him, but will be appropriate for about an 11-year-old child. But he loves big people things, and he loves guitars. And he has two toy guitars. He has a little ukulele and, and another, like, I don't know, some kind of fucking toy from Africa. I don't know what it is. It's got strings on it. It's got a... It's wood... Uh, he calls it a guitar. I'm like, I don't know what that is, boy, but that ain't no guitar. Weird stuff they have over there in Africa. Hey, that's another thing. I'm going to, I'll get into this later. I'm going to actually say something that you might, you might learn something in this podcast. Because I was thinking about it. I do the podcast just like I do my comedy. I don't know anything, as you know. So I just talk about what's going on in my life. And right now, my life is nothing but, but children. And babies, stand-up comedy, and trying to buy a fucking house, and denting my own goddamn car. 
And um, I'm tuning out to all the politics because, I, like I like I told you at the beginning, I don't like all this yelling everybody's doing. You know, and the Facebooks and, the, and then, like, the stories and the bads and the tragedies and the whatnots. I just, guys, I can't take it, so I'm tuning out. But that means I've got nothing to say about anything. No knowledge. A little bit of sports here and there. So glad hockey's back. Watching old Sid Crosby. People counting them out already. After the first few games, the guy has, has no goals. and They're like, oh, you know, they do the same thing with fucking Tom Brady every year. And Sid, Sidney Crosby's in his prime. You don't think he's going to be the best player this year? You're, you're insane. Anyway, just give him a minute. Although I, I think I'm four games behind because I was taping all the games. And uh, I'm going to watch every one of them. So he's probably already vaulted into uh, the best player this year. But... Uh, yeah, I'm 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 re- I'm what I'm at the Edmonton game right now, so I got four more games to go, and I'll be watching them most of them tonight after the baseball game. Love October, football, baseball, hockey. Anyways, let's not get too far off the track, but before I get back, so yeah, since I don't know anything, normally I learned something this week. My wife went to a conference, and then she told me what she learned, so I'm going to tell you guys. That's what I should do. I should morph this podcast into, call it something like, hey, this is something you should know, or did you know this, or here's a little thing, I don't know, something, instead of, I said shut up with Mark Bennett where I just yammer on about fuck all, right? I don't know, but that's it, that's me. I wouldn't be doing this if it was any kind of work, you know? Like, I always, that's my problem, is I want, I want productivity without, having to do, like, premeditated work. I want to just produce things immediately on the spot. That's why stand-up suits me so well. Uh, had a nice little show at Absolute on Absolute Comedy in Toronto on Friday. Tried a bunch of new material. A lot of it went quite well. Of course, it is about my son and my new son coming up because that's all that's going on in my life right now. So... Now, I am off track entirely. What I said was, I will go tell you something about the about the Africa. That's right. And then, um, yeah, well, let's just, let's just go into that then. Fuck it. I'll get back to, I'm sure, the kids' stuff here. No, no, wait. I remember. Ha! You guys thought you were going to learn something. No, not yet. No, I was talking about the uh, the boy in the present, right? So, little Eust, he's going to be born, and we're going to give Sam... A little kid-sized guitar. So for him, huge guitar. Now we're thinking Sam is going to be like, this fucking kid's all right. He's he's not even a day old. And he's giving me the best goddamn present I've ever had. But maybe it'll backfire. Maybe we'll be like, I hate this present and I hate this child. I, I don't know. But our friend said it worked for her. Good enough for us. You know what I mean? I was thinking today, that's why I like Amazon so much. I know they could be an evil company. They prob- Well, they probably are. Any company is that big is evil, I'm sure. But what it is, it's not so much the shipping, even though I do love the fast shipping, I got to say. It's the reviews. You know, you need other people's input on stuff sometimes. You know, you're like, hey, should I? G-? Like today we bought um, a, what, what do you call them? A garlic press. And we, we've, we've had no success with garlic presses. All right, we, we get them, they fall apart, doesn't matter how much they cost. So we went on to the Amazon, and there was like a thousand five-star reviews for this fucking garlic press. I'm like, you know what? 
good enough for me. Give me that $20 garlic press. So, you know, I can't go to Amazon and, and look for the five-star reviews of what present your baby should give your toddler. But someone in our building, that's what she did. It worked. Good review. We will try the same thing. And then I'll tell you guys how it goes. Then you'll have two reviews. Maybe it'll be a two-and-a-half star because she'll give the five-star and, and I'll give the, the zero stars. So it'll be a split down the middle. Or maybe you'll have two five-star reviews, right? Could be a four-star review from me. Who knows? Maybe Sam will be like, I don't like the color that you picked for this guitar. But uh, I don't know. I think he's going to be all right. He's a nice, He's a nice kid. You know, even though, even though he punched me the other day in the leg, and he meant it too. And the look on his face afterwards as he realized, oh, oh no, I, uh, I may have taken this too far. And so, I mean, I just found it hilarious, uh, I got to say. But at the same time, you got to nip that in the bud. I can't just say that's hilarious. Then he'll start punching everybody. I had to sort of pretend I was a bit angry. I'm like, hey, Sam. That is, no, we we do not hit our father, no matter how hilarious it is, okay? Your father is not to be struck with your little fist. <laughs> Just you, uncontrollable rage of a little... They, they can't control their emotions. At the age of two years, two months, or whatever he is, they, fucking, they can't do it. So you got to give them some slack, but at the same time, you have to tell them right from wrong... Because, you know, they're just going to walk around punching kids. Although in Sam's case, it might not be so bad if he punched a kid or two, I got to say. Because he's so passive. I don't mean like a kid that doesn't deserve it. But one of the kids he deals with, like I bring him to these drop-in centers, and the kid will come over and just like wrench a toy from his hand because he know they know Sam's not going to do anything. He's just like, hey, I'm just I'm in my own little bubble here. Why, why you got to come in and mess it up, buddy? And he gets so upset. And then I have to be the bad guy because at the drop-in centers i'll tell you what they they tell you they say that if your kid takes something from another kid you have to tell your kid hey you don't do that and you give it back to the to the person who had it and then you make them apologize but most people don't do that see because they're their nannies are there and they don't give a shit they're just sitting there on their phones and so they got little demon childs Run childs, children, running around, grabbing shit. And so then it's left to me, you know, the not parent of that kid to go. And, and the, the day the day uh, the drop in centers, they they tell you, listen, if the other parent is not going to do it, then, yeah, you got to. Somebody's got to tell the kid because even the bully kid, they'll benefit from understanding that's not a good idea, you know. So. I have to take the toy from the little asshole, and then say, hey, 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 buddy. Hey, you're being a real fuckface, huh? You little fuckface asshole. You do that again, I'm going to boot you in the face. I can't say that. You just, you say, no, no, it was, it's, it's Sam's turn. He was playing with that. And when he's finished, you can have a turn. You have to do it like that. And sometimes I get dirty looks from people because I'm probably disciplining their kid. And you know what I do? I shoot a dirtier look right back at him. I'm like, well, you fucking do it. Yeah, goddamn idiot. You think I enjoy doing this? I don't know this kid. Jesus Christ. But I got to do it. Now, see, if Sam were to ball up his little fist 
you know, and just smash that kid right in the nose like he did to my knee. I got to say, I wouldn't be that upset, you know? You know, I, 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 you know, as long as he, it was just. And that's what I mean about raising the boys. It's a bit simple sometimes. My dad told me that when I was growing up. It was like somebody is like, you know, trying to take advantage of you, trying to steal your stuff, or, or they're, they're, they're threatening to beat you up. He said, beat him to the punch. Just punch him right in the nose, he said. Their eyes will water right away, right in the nose. That's what my father said. And I said to him, but uh, dad, what if they're super big, right? And I, and I can't even reach the nose because I was a short kid. And dad said, oh, that's simple. You, just, you kick him in the balls. <laughs> just like that. He just said it like I was an idiot. He's like, no, that's simple. You kick him right in the balls. And then he told me several stories about how he kicked other kids in the balls when he was uh, in elementary school. And I'm like, I'm hoping, Dad, that in these stories you were defending yourself and it wasn't just random acts of ball kicking. I assume it was. My dad seems like a nice guy. Much like Sam. Nice. That's why I think he's going to be all right with his little baby brother. Think he's going to be all right. Now let's learn something. Shall we? All right. So my wife is at a conference, some kind of lawyer conference, because she is a lawyer. And um, there was this lawyer in from Cameroon. Now, he says the following. Cameroon used to be a German colony. All right. They were colonized by Germany. And then the Germans lost World War I. See, you're learning something already. Germans lost World War I, in case you didn't know. So after that, uh, there was a dispute over who would get them, France or, or Britain. And so they split them up. The Half the place became French and the other half became English, something like that. Now, many years have passed and uh, the French became much more dominant in this, in this country. So at one point, the English, they were, I guess, so they said... And I see that I should have written some of this down. Guys, why did you learn something from somebody who barely remembers what his wife told him at a conference? So at one point, for some reason, the, the English part of Cameroon had to make a decision. Do you want to join the French part or do you want to join English Nigeria? Some place that was right next to it really should have written this down. Anyway, they chose... Well, we'll stay as part of Cameroon. We'll be Cameroonians or whatever they're called. And uh, we'll, we'll hang out with the French, right? Turns out that uh, the French doesn't really care about that. They don't, they don't like them so much. So what, they're, what they've been doing is, is persecuting them. You know, uh, apparently 4,000, I think, have been killed. And uh, there's, so this lawyer guy, he's, he's an English the, from the English part of Cameroon, he was he's trying to get basic rights and freedoms for the the English Cameroonians. I hope they're called Cameroonians. And uh, they locked him up in jail for like eight months. And he was in a cell with 13 people, most of whom were with uh, Boko Haram because they, they were trying him as a terrorist. A terrorist because he was just trying to get equal rights and freedoms. You know? Fucked up. Where's the, where's the coverage of that shit? 
Nobody talks about that. People are too busy talking about Donald Trump's tan. You know? See? You learn. You learn something. You learned a very inaccurate portrayal of Cameroon. I have no idea if any of that's true, but maybe that'll spur you to go look it up. And that's what I'm here for, guys. To, 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 to make you look up things that I tell you. Man, oh man, I'm sweating bullets here in this dented car. That's what my son calls the SUV now. He says, uh, uh, when I say, hey, let's get, in the, let's get in the car, he goes, into the black dented SUV? And I'm like, yep, that's the one. Because I, I showed him the dents. And he's right. He reminds me of it every day. I can't, I can't let it go. I mean, I'm going to get it fixed. I'm going to have to. Because, uh, like I said, it's a nice, it's like a luxury SUV. I've never, I've never had anything this nice. And I dented it. I feel like a, I feel like such an asshole. Oh my god! You know what did I say last couple weeks ago? It's like walking around with a with a supermodel who's got a black eye. And everyone's like, "What did you do? What did you do to her?" I backed into a fence, and she she got a black eye. That's what I should call the rebranded podcast. Stuff you should look up. I'll tell you some general things. That will be in and around a subject matter. And then you will have to go look it up, Google that shit, and find out, you know, the real information. That'd be be a great podcast, wouldn't it? What else is going on? Halloween? We got Halloween coming up. I love Halloween in theory. But in practice, it makes me nervous. It's just I see people's pictures... You know, they're all dressed up in their costumes. And I always want to participate. But then I, I, I just, I push it off. I don't get a costume. And then, like, the day comes, and then I think about throwing together something stupid. You know, grabbing a bed sheet, putting it around my neck, calling myself a vampire. You know, but you just look pathetic. Especially if you do something like a vampire. You gotta, you gotta go all out. You gotta go to one of those highfalutin costume shops that cost you 300 bucks to rent one, you know? If you're going to go with like something like a vampire or and then you see all these people and they're wearing like clever costumes, you know, they're like a they're like a voting booth and there's an X by a name that's like Johnson and everyone laughs because they all know about the voting fraud that happened in Alabama with Johnson. And I'm like, who's who is that? What what's the joke? And I got to pretend like I, I'm in on all these fucking references. And I don't know them. You know, I was, I was reading about the the 2018 topical uh, Halloween costumes, and I didn't know what any of them were, were talking about. Because I've tuned out, guys. I don't know what's happening, in, except in Cameroon. I have uh, just a firm grasp on the situation since World War I in Cameroon. Firm. But yeah, we're going to take the little fella over to my friend Dennis's house. He's going to be dressed up as a fire chief. Not just a regular fucking fireman, all right? Fire chief. My boy, he's in charge, all right? The fire chief. And uh, my wife wants to take him around to uh, houses. And I don't want to, but my wife says that she would like the candy. So I think she's going to win that battle. Because it's true. It is nice to get the free candy. And they make it pretty easy these days. When I was a kid... You just bought, like, the really shitty, your parents, they just bought those shitty candy. Everything was shitty. The bags would come, there'd be, like, lollipops and 
and the candy corn and the, those caramel fucking, um, I don't know what they were. They had orange wrapping. You could never take the wrapping off without removing like half the candy. It was just half of it was left stuck on the fucking wrapper. And then when you ate it, you're like, what? why am I even eating this? But now it's like you go to like the Sobeys and Metro and stuff and they have like those little mini, you know, uh, the Kit Kats and Smarties and, and O'Henry's and fucking Mars bars and shit. And it's all pretty cheap. So like it seems to me people are giving out really good candy. And maybe it's just the difference between Newfoundland and Toronto. I don't know. But I think it's, oh, it's the consumer society, guys. Everything. Now everything's got to be fancy. Even the Halloween candy. But those shitty brown, you know, tar tasting, that's not good enough for you. Or the Tootsie Rolls. They were basically the best thing you could get. A Tootsie Roll. Nowadays, you get a Tootsie Roll, you just throw that in the gutter. You're like, what's this fucking shit? I want a Three Musketeers, a full-size one. So, yeah, we'll go go out for Halloween. And I'm not dressing up. That's what I do. Every year I think about it, and I I, I, I think, ah, what if I had a great costume and I went out to a party, you know, and then I, maybe I danced for a little while, and then I started to get the flop sweats. I'm like, no, no, I'm backing away from social activities. And then I sort of regret it when the night comes. They had a Halloween party on Saturday night at the, the Comedy Bar, which is a, you know, a comedy thing I frequent around here, and everybody seemed like they had a good time. But I'll tell you what, that's more of that social media bullshit. You know what I mean? Where you're watching everybody's life in pictures, and you think to yourself, oh, everyone's having such a great time. How come I'm not having such a great time? What's wrong with me? Shouldn't I be better? No. I'm at home with, uh, I was about to say, my loving wife, but let's not make assumptions with my tolerant wife and my, my son who punches me. Right. And my new unborn child used, and, uh, we're watching the baseball game. Is that not a great night? It is. I'm eating all that candy that I bought from Sobeys cause it's on sale. I don't know why it's on sale before Halloween. You'd figure it'd go on sale after Halloween, but anyway, I'm not complaining. I'm just, I'm sucking down those goddamn uh, little Kit Kats, like they're going out of style. Watching uh, watching the baseball playoffs. That's the thing, right? Being social is overrated. You know, I you got you got to be social for a while. Like I'm 40. If you guys are in your 20s or in your 30s, you know you got to be a got to be a lot more social. Now you got to be a little social. It's true. I go too far. So we we make efforts to see people. We saw my my friend Daryl Purvis. Hilarious comedian. And uh, Daryl Purvis and his, his fiance, they were over at our place and uh, on Saturday night to watch the Leafs game. And it was a great time. And I'll tell you what, not only does the social activity help us as adults, it apparently helps my son come out of his shell. Because little Sammy, little Sammy Davis Jr. Bennett, he... He loves my uh, friend Daryl's fiance, Diane. I'll call her Diane. She's she's French, so it's Dien, and my wife says it Dien, and my son says Dien, but I say it wrong because I'm saying Dien, and so she's like, "Could you please call me Diane, please, please?" So I do. I call her Diane, and uh, my son loves her. And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. 
I don't know if I'd have that same feeling. Like I said about raising a girl. I don't know if I'd have that same feeling if I had a little girl and when Daryl came over, she was like all over him. Like, oh, hi, Daryl. How are you? Then I'd be like, hey, hey, what do you go to your room? All right. Put on your chastity belt. But my little fella, who is honest to God, hitting on her, really purely hitting on her. At one point, he said he was sitting in his high chair and she was sitting at the table. And then he put his 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 chin on his fist and he leaned over and he's like, do you, Diane, do you want to do you want to get down and play? And he said it all in French, so it even sounded more romantic. And uh, Daryl's just laughing his ass off because, you know, he's he's being validated here. What's what's not to like? You know, you bring over your your fiance and and uh, the only single man in the room is head over heels for her. That's that's got to be a great feeling. And Daryl's a secure man in his relationship. He's he doesn't feel threatened, you know. And, uh, but yeah, he's, Sam is like, he's, he's been like this with other women too, but not to this extent. And, uh, again, you know, you, 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 you think it's cute. Even part of you is even just a little bit proud. And I have no idea if he's a heterosexual. Maybe he loves her so much because he's like, Ooh, I love your style. You just, mm. Mm-mm, or whatever a gay toddler would say. I don't know. But it's just right now he really seems like a heterosexual. Um, in fact, bordering on perf. Bordering on perf. I wonder what the next one's going to be like. You know? Well, he'll be learning from Sam. So maybe he'll maybe at the age of one, he'll be hitting on my friend's fiancés. Who knows? All I know is, guys... Sweating my guts out here in the dented studio. Didn't turn on the car. Got to save gas. So I'll, I'll talk to you again soon. I am going to go upstairs, watch the baseball game and about three hockey games, have a Sam Adams. Oh, we were thinking, my wife's like, why don't you call, why don't we call Eust? Why don't we call him Adam? And then you could have Sam Adams. Sam, well, Sam Adam. And I'm, she's like, after the beer. I'm like, yeah. Or that. The guy from the States. What was he, a president? Something like that. Maybe that's what my next podcast will be about. Something you should know. Let's all talk about Samuel Adams. Probably not. That one sounds pretty boring. I'll do do more uh, incorrect information about some African nation. How about that? So thanks so much for listening. I'll uh, talk to you again soon. It's Mark Joseph Bennett. I said shut up. Good night, guys.